Wake up. Wake up. Your uncle just flipped his truck. I want to go see. <laughs> oh, welcome to welcome. King Me Babies. King Me Babies, where we um, take a look at the little guy. <laughs> we we uh, just we sing praise of the average Joe. The average the the depression a era uh, land baron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Hey, Rob. Yeah, Dan. Don't you think it's ironic to have your name be basically the thing that ultimately kills you? <laughs> like like uh, being killed by an automobile. <laughs> mm-hmm. And having your name say be auto. Auto. Yeah. Or. Or Johnny Carr. <laughs> if your name was Johnny Carr and you got killed by an automobile, uh, I uh, um, when Sarah was getting taking like her driver's lessons, right? Like yeah, for her permit. Um, her teacher, his name was Mister Carr. That was his real name. No, and it was it was C A R R, and he was a driving mm. instructor. <laughs> Oh boy, that's the kind of shit that's like. Oh, my last name is Carr because you know, uh, three hundred years ago, my uh, family invented cars. <laughs> three hundred? Wow. Yeah, I mean that's when they were making. That's up, pretty good. That's when they were making up names and such. <laughs> um, what what is up with that? With Carr being a last name, what do we make of that? Um, I don't know. What what kind of name is it? Is that what you're asking? Well, like, how does it come to be a last name? How? Surely it precedes right. I mean, cars. Yeah, but, like, everybody, I don't know, it was probably short for, like, cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> you know how everybody was vaping back like a, in the day? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, a, it's a type of bird that's now extinct. Right. There you there were partridges and cartridges, <laughs> and now there's just partridges. Uh, Dan, what do we what do we hear? What are we talking about here? <laughs> well, I wasn't totally upfront with the premise of the show. If you're new to mm. it, we should probably say "King Me Babies." Well, what's "King Me Proper"? <laughs> uh, let's start there. Let's go to the source. Let's, let's take a trip back eight years ago. So on, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> On on normal King Me, we watch um, film and TV adaptations of Stephen King works. Mm-hmm. On King Me Babies, we watch dollar baby adaptations of Stephen King works, and then also we talk about the short stories that they're That's based right. on. Good for us. Yeah, it is good for us. You know, I mean, we're, it's we're, good for us, but it's you know who it's great for. The listener? Our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, so this week we're talking Uncle Otto's truck. Uncle Otto. Oh. We all got one. Oh, yeah. We all got that one Uncle Otto. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, originally. Um, well, okay. This. Uh, I think this short film is from 2019 if i'm not mistaken. i think you're right yeah i believe so if it's the imdb page i yeah yes of course directed by 
Brian, Brian Johnson right, of, of ACDC fame. <laughs> of ACDC. <laughs> right. Interesting detour. He doesn't need the money. This is a labor of love. Yeah, it's a passion project. <laughs> Can I just say? Yeah. Brian Johnson is fucking obsessed with Stephen King cars that come to life. <laughs> he is. Trucks that kill people, he can't get enough. Yeah, I mean, you know, not to give too much away, but I don't think anybody has uh, guessed what the theme song to this here show is. No. I mean. And it takes a long time for it to wind up. So by the time it's fading out, yeah. it's a bit too late. Yeah. Um, it's like one of those. You're made here. <laughs> it's, it's a solid, solid Johnson. <laughs> hey, not that no, type. Come of on, show. take it easy. <laughs> All right. Now this week we are talking about Uncle Otto's truck. Um, so uh, this is like this is a dollar baby, right? Um. Are you gonna say what we have to be nice nice to it? <laughs> Is that where you're getting at? I I mean, when I was watching this thing, I was ready to shred it. And let me let me be extremely clear here. I think uh, it is very difficult to make a anything, any form of art mm-hmm. and have it like and pull it off. Uh, I especially think it's very hard to make films, even if they're short films. Um, there's a lot of ins and outs, a lot going into it. And if maybe some things, if you have like one problem, maybe that's okay. Uh, you could work around that. But when you have, I don't know, uh, everything is a problem, then, uh, it doesn't come out all that great. So can I interject? Yeah, please. When you started, when you started, um, mincing words yeah at the top of that you said let me be clear Mm -hmm. and you may have heard me go oh (laughs) like barack might have oh let me when he says his fame yes (laughs) now of course of course i was listening while you were talking but at the same time i was on a a bit of a flight of fancy and i cooked up what i think is um, yep. what a future mainstay of the King Me program. <laughs> Barack. Barack who? Uh, Barack Obama. Oh, Jesus Christ. I guess Barack Obama would be a little cleaner. Let's go with that. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. <laughs> no, that, yeah, it's cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, you know what? I, Given how many drone shots are in this movie, I do uh, think he'll be making an appearance a little later. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Dan, I didn't like this one. Um, no, it's, um, you know, there's, um, we've been, we've been blessed lately. Would you agree? Yeah, we, yes, absolutely. We've seen some pretty good, pretty solid short films also based on some pretty solid short stories. And I think it helps. This is a bad short film, and <laughs> spoilers for later it's, on. I think it's a bad short story as well. <laughs> it is one hundred percent a bad short story. <laughs> um, 
And I guess I empathize with ACDC frontman Brian Johnson's mm-hmm. um, decision to sort of like embellish the source material pretty considerably. You know, it's... <sighs> I, what I what I mean is I agree with the impulse to do that. I don't <laughs> okay necessarily understand the execution, the particulars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. I um, yeah, man. I it, this one was like uh, <laughs> I was watching this while I was on the treadmill. Right, I usually watch mm-hmm. like a TV show, but today it was like you know I was trying to like crunch time and shit, so I was just like, okay, I'll mm-hmm. watch this and. I was like, have I been on this treadmill for three hours? How long is <laughs> this thing? Say, you, you woke up at the end of the treadmill. Yeah, my face was just... You had fallen yeah, off. it was just rubbing on the treadmill. Like, it was still going. <laughs> um, hey, yeah. I'll tell you what. Haunted treadmill, I'd, I'd sooner enjoy that story. Yeah. Than Uncle Otto's goddamn truck. Yeah, let's, let's get into the, uh, the story. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, I wished I was his business partner <laughs> instead of having to watch this. Right. Which is to say, dead. <laughs> I wish uh, somebody dropped a truck on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You're right, though. You're right. Of course, we are pro, pro independent filmmaking here. Yeah. Like, I shan't there. It, I shan't be such a stinker. No, I know it's it, it is. I mean, it's tough. These people, you know, people are making short films. We're not making any short films, so you no, know. we're we're doing yeah. we're doing what people who have given up those dreams. It, it, <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> um, We've uh, continually sort of recalibrated our expectations for ourselves. That's right. That's what happens. <laughs> now that's the real horror story. <laughs> yeah. That's bone chilling. Yeah. Fucking make a short film of that. <laughs> it's bleak. <laughs> um, so it's Yasmin bleak. <laughs> that's a reference for absolutely no one. <laughs> how could you say that? How many, how many, all right. How many basketball fans? Yeah, are exactly. In attendance? <laughs> yeah. You gotta imagine more than none. People love that movie. People watch that movie and then they they're like, "I better go on YouTube and Google Uncle Otto's truck." Jesus, it's it's the basketball to Uncle Otto pipeline. Oh my god! All right, tailpipe. Well, right. Let's get back on track. Okay. <laughs> um, so it we're we we are treated to a voiceover <laughs> narrative uh, narrator uh-huh. um, and- by none other than. Jim France. Who's Jim France? Jim France, according to his IMDb bio, was born in Scotland, parentheses, no Scottish accent. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just really like that. That, like, he was worried that, like, he would, people would see that and just be like, absolutely not. Yeah. Not even going to ask if he can do an American <laughs> accent. Yeah. No, I, so, yes. Um, so we have a narrator here. It opens up. In Derry, Maine, 1954, I believe. So, uh, no, that, I'm sorry, 1965. Um, in 1965, Derry, Maine, and the voiceover says that, um, you know, my father just got a promotion. He got promoted to foreman at work. He worked for, 
some sort of a lumber company or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, so <laughs> uh, then they uh, became middle class, right? There's like a shot of like the mom reading an old life magazine, and it says something to, like, uh, "But it's saucy feminists that even men like." That's on the cover. Um, mm-hmm. But setting the scene, like everybody's, you know, dressed in like the 1965, like house, uh, like whatever, like appropriate, like uh, Mad Men style, right? Um, sure. So right off the bat, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, um, you know, I, I this is going to be like a period piece. And it looks like, you know, it's shot like this these this opening scene here is shot well right like everything is composed well it's like oh okay this is going to be like might it might be pretty good yeah we've got some uh old timey filters on the lens to give us sort of a washed out period appropriate look yeah i mean all of the filters in this are extremely annoying <laughs> to me the the um the super 8 footage filter i think is oh, so bad the most painful like when it's just like the most high resolution footage yeah with that that black and white oh, thing yeah. done over it it's like can't you add noise like can't you like make it look worse is it that much <laughs> why is it so extra? hard to make it look worse <laughs> right <laughs> i know um then so uh, go, go ahead go ahead oh i was gonna say i would say things quickly Go off the rails. They um, go off the rails after that. Immediately after the scene. <laughs> like, right. Because speaking of the Super 8 footage, we get a sort of recurring motif. Something that seems to take up like half the runtime of this. Way too much. Way too which much. Which is our main character, Quentin, mm-hmm. as a boy. Yeah. Also our narrator. Um well, we see him as an old man watching the footage he shot as a boy, and it's all like spooky baby dolls in a big abandoned house. Um, and let me let me rephrase that actually, because they're not all spooky. Some of them are too spooky, like they're clearly Halloween decorations. Yes. Like, did you notice the one with like the, yeah, the smoky black yeah, raccoon like a, eyes? Yeah, like a goth doll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like a bunch of spirit Halloween stuff in here. Yeah. Um, but then also like my favorite is the one shot up in the attic when he sees his uncle, um, kill his business partner Mm -hmm. where he's filming just like a Christmas scarecrow is the only way I can (laughs) think to describe it. (laughs) Well, that's okay. Um, and we're, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. It's so, (coughs) excuse me. Um, right. So. We start off in 1965. It immediately, like, the next scene jumps to Haven, Maine, 50 years later. And that's where we see the old man. Then it jumps back to, uh, when when are they having that fucking uh, 1960, is it 65 again? You said, I think you said 65, right? <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, okay. You're saying it might be a different time. Thereabouts. Thereabouts. And that's when... Um, <laughs> when uh what's his name uh Otto um is ha- sitting down at that spaghetti dinner <laughs> with uh his business partner um 
what's his name? George, right? Yes, George uh, McCutcheon. Um, That's right. So, so they're sitting at this table, right? It's 1960, whatever, uh, 68. So we, so we started in 65. Then we jumped ahead 50 years. Now we, we're jumping back uh, 47 years. <laughs> and then, <laughs> <laughs> stay with us. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have this conversation, and George wants to sell their, uh, their company. Uh, they could get uh, you know, a good deal for it or whatever. And uh, Otto is holding out. He doesn't want to sell. This conversation is intercut after George says, remember what happened uh, the other week when we were drunk driving or whatever? And the conversation they're having is intercut with footage of them passing a flask back and forth um, while driving and down. And singing like, is it is it how dry I am? It's like one of those. Yeah, it's like one of those songs that nobody knows where it came from. <laughs> right. Um I wrote this song about how dry I am. <laughs> but like they're, they're driving down the road at, I don't know, maybe 10 miles an hour and he's swerving all over. And then he, he cuts the wheel really hard, but again, he's only yeah. going about 10 miles an hour and he drives off the road and crashes in quotations, crashes the, the truck. Now, uh, if if this were me, I wouldn't even show that. You don't. If you don't have the budget to wreck a truck, then just don't show just that. Simply, <laughs> simply do not. Yeah. yeah, there are ways around that. Um, <laughs> all you have to do is mention the car crash. Have them remember, like you know, leading into the flashback. Uncle Otto does say, "Remember, yeah, when this happened. Remember this. You just talk about it. You just you you just talk about it. It's okay." Yeah. So uh, he crashes the truck, and um, I, there's a like. It looks like Otto might have like really hurt himself because he's like passed out on the steering wheel. But yeah, apparently, like he's fine. Like nothing ever comes of that. Yeah, that was that was weird. It, I mean, it's just like weird, especially because like throughout this, that you're like, well, this why why are you doing this? Right, especially because like when we cut back, it seems like they've moved on in the conversation already. Right. So, uh, <laughs> like, just it's like, hey, real quick, uh, it's like this is totally unrelated, but it just popped in my head. I gotta <laughs> say it. Remember, remember that. <laughs> remember when we were drunk driving? Uh, so, they uh, they disagree on the selling the company. Otto doesn't want to do it. George wants to sell, and George calls Otto a son of a bitch. Um, later on, they get a ride. Oh, well, uh, young Quentin is riding his bike and he sees the truck. Um, and he takes out his, uh, well, eight millimeter camera. This guy's like a, this guy's like a Spielberg or something. He's like, he's a, like, he's like a, that Fableman. Yeah. Boy. He's like that Fableman kid. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, Sammy Fableman, um, there we go. There it is. Uh, so uh, he's, you know, filming. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Sorry. Just to fill in the gap, you saying that reminded me. Remember, um, we were recording something recently. And we were talking about a serious man, but we couldn't remember the name of uh, 
what's his name's character? Yeah. Uh, Melamed. I forgot his first name. Uh-huh. Um, his name is Cy Abelman. Cy Abelman. Oh, mm-hmm. That's such a good name. Similar enough yeah, to yeah. Sammy Fableman. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cy yeah. Abelman. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> All right. So. Um, Cy Serious Man. Should have been his name. It should have been his name. <laughs> it should, his name should have been Cy Serious Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, a Serious Man? That just changed the name. Um, it's uh, very embarrassed going to the theater to see it. Uh, can I see? Can I have uh, one, please, yeah, for a serious, a serious man? man? <laughs> you're just like, I'm sorry, sir. You're gonna have to speak up. A serious man. <laughs> one, one for a serious man, please. Why do you keep dropping that last word like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why aren't you going to see uh, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr.? You going to see? Who is this woman working that? the uh, the ticket booth? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Why not ain't sure. you going, I, I get Mr. J? <laughs> Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn uh, working. Why ain't you? Yeah. Why ain't you going to see uh, what's that movie called? Her movie, uh, Birds of Prey, yeah, yeah. or the fantabulous uh, Mr. Megorium of Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a, What's it actually called? It's the most annoying title for a movie. Uh, it's like the emancipation something or other. There's another word. There is another word. I swear to you. Yeah, yeah. And it's an annoying word. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Let's see. We have to get to the bottom of this. Um, mm, we can't continue talking about. Oh, Uncle Dan, Otis. you're gonna hate this. I'm sure I am. Is it fantabulous? Yep. <laughs> Is it really? Yep. It's uh, Birds <sighs> of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. <sighs> Huge jerk off motion. <laughs> mm. I couldn't even talk and do it at the same you time because I had to focus on making it as huge as possible. I, I think that movie is actually kind of fun. I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard you, I've heard it's good. If you just call it Birds of Prey, it's actually kind of fun. <laughs> as the as the um marketing people seem to decide to do, right? Yeah. They drop the the fantabulous Smart. business. Smart. Yeah. Cuz it sucks and it's annoying. Yeah, totally. Um so uh Quentin he uh after filming the truck, he finds a house that I guess is abandoned. It's also the nicest abandoned house I've ever seen. It's in great shape, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's some rooms are just filled to the brim with junk. Other rooms have no junk at all. Some rooms, when he's filming, have junk, and then when he takes the camera away, no junk. <laughs> wow, a child's imagination. Um, while while Quentin is filming this weirdo house, um, <laughs> Otto and George uh, they hitch a ride back to the truck. They have a a jack. So they're going to, I guess, George is going to fix the truck. So they jack up the truck. George gets under there. Otto is handing him tools. And then Otto gets gets some ideas. And he... Now, yeah. mind you, okay. the last time we saw these two together, they had just had a seemingly partnership-ending fight over whether or not to sell the company. Right. It, and now this. It was very like, I'll see you in court. Yeah, you I'll son see of you. a bitch. 
Yeah, I'll see you when we go fix my truck. <laughs> right, right now, from here. Yeah. Um, so uh, Otto, he grabs the, the jack and he lowers it onto um, George. I, I don't know for sure. I'm not a mechanic, but I think those jacks uh, are a newer thing. I don't know if... The, oh, you don't think it's period appropriate? I don't. But whatever. Um, yeah. So uh, he drops the truck on George, killing him. And while this is happening, young Quentin is filming out the window and he films it. He gets it on film. <gasps> what? Which, you know, okay. The ending, yeah. the spark plug thing. Uh-huh. That really kind of undercuts that, huh? The spark plug? The the fact that he filmed it. Oh, yeah. Right? Because, like, so in the story, the whole thing is, like, you know, Quentin eventually find you know. Okay. I guess we should set up the story before we get it. We should, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, Otto has killed his partner, George McCutcheon. And then he walks away. And he just goes home. He walks away. <laughs> he gets cleared of charges, we learn, from a newspaper. Yeah, but, like, um, but wait a second. Uh, the kid, Quentin, he goes back to the truck where George has been crushed and George is still moving and, oh, his legs twitching. Yeah. Well, I, I thought, well, maybe it was just the actor, not, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you think, you think he was like trying to hold his breath and he couldn't do <laughs> yeah, it. He just couldn't. <laughs> he had his cheeks puffed yeah, out yeah. and he was like, Hoo! um, <gasps> and he tried to take a sneaky breath, but you could clearly see it. <laughs> a sneaky <laughs> breath. <laughs> Yeah. So, all right, it's, right. So Otto is cleared of the charges, right? Um, cut to 1978, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a music, what's a needle drop we can do for 78? Like first Talking Heads album? Yeah. 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 We're always doing drops from the first Talking Heads <laughs> album, it feels like. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. It, it 1978 uh Otto has the truck and he puts a for sale sign on it um but then like the next day the sign is gone and the car starts itself and he's like what the fuck is going on whoa uh he says yeah uh and uh Quentin now in his like early 20s or so <laughs> now in his 20s and also in a scarecrow hat. Yeah, yeah. Also <laughs> one of the founding members of uh, uh, Mumford and Sons. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Uh, uh, it's so weird because in the story he's like, "Well, I went to college, and uh, by then I was yeah. wearing a suit more than I was wearing my blue jeans." And in this, he's just like, "He looks like a fucking bozo." He truly does. But it's from here on out, like. Everything up until this point is like, uh, it's shaky. But then, like, after this, I just feel like it becomes incomprehensible what the fuck is totally. going on. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, all the stuff specifically with Otto and the truck, all of their scenes together. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because the truck is a character. <laughs> just, yes. T- yes. It's, um, it's basically New York. And it's just totally incomprehensible the way it's cut together like see this is the thing too is like every scene is intercut with another scene so mm-hmm. and like uh 
everybody's dressed exactly the same. So you really don't know when anything is like taking place. Yeah. So that is true. when, you know, later on when Otto is telling Quentin, uh, you know, I woke up last night at 3 a.m. and the truck was right outside looking at me. And which just sounds like a, you know, the ra- ravings of a lunatic. And then like that is intercut with him going outside uh, to the truck and then with his shotgun. And then he looks in the truck and George, the, you know, the ghost of George is in there. Then he runs back in the house. Then he runs back out. He shoots the truck a few times. Did you like, <laughs> by the way, yeah. um, was it, I think it's when he sees the ghost of George mm-hmm. that oh, he goes, yeah. oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the best part. <laughs> maybe, maybe the, the, the silliest scream I've ever heard in a movie. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, uh, and then, if, you know, they, they have this, like, it goes on forever. It's this like standoff, uh, kind of thing mm-hmm. where like Otto keep is getting chased by the truck. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. Edit. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. I got to tend to something. Oh, okay. Bert, can you stop making disgusting noise? <laughs> can you please oh, no. do that anymore? <laughs> Uh, How about you get the hell out of here, actually? Then, uh, there you go. There you go. So, he gets chased, Otto gets chased around by this truck. And and then it just, like, stops. And then he goes back in the house. He goes upstairs, and he's like, he's going to shoot himself in the <laughs> he's head. He's just like, thank God that's over. Yeah, well, yeah. And then, like, then the car start, starts honking. And he's like, can you even leave me alone so I can kill myself? <laughs> And then he goes it's like just do it man. He goes back outside and he jumps on the hood of the truck now. Um now there's a bonfire also somehow. And uh you know it it's like it looks like he it might like try and drive Otto into the bonfire or push him into it, but like none of that happens. Um No. And like I think if we just spent a bit more time sort of like focused on the bonfire instead of just having it be something in the back, like you can, you can kind of set something up where it's like, that's auto being sent to hell or whatever. That's sure. sort of like what I guess was happening. That was sort of, that's how I interpreted it. it was my I mean, you're filling in like he, huge blanks here. <laughs> the human brain seeks patterns, sure. right? Um, it craves them. <laughs> but like, yeah, because like after that, then he's dead. So right. then Otto uh, dies and they the newspaper report says that he was found with like, I don't know, like three quarts of oil in his, in, you know, in his belly. And mm-hmm. uh, nobody knows where the oil can went. And you're like, that's like the least of this. What do you <laughs> want? <laughs> Maybe the guy who did it took it with yeah, him. Right. Um, we just don't know. This is like, yeah, this is what like um, detective work used to be, huh? Oh, yeah. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's a fucking. And to a certain extent, uh, that is what te- detective work is today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They've just invented several pseudosciences. Right. Too. Did you hear the one about like. The guy who said he can analyze... Did we talk about this on the show already? I don't know. What is it? 
the guy who said he can analyze 911 calls and tell if the person who called 911 is guilty of the crime they're calling him no, out. We did not. <laughs> we have not talked oh, about this. Oh, it's really... He says, like, if someone calls to, like, report a murder and they use the word bloody, that means they did it. <laughs> it's real... It's real crackpot shit. <laughs> uh, well, that's good for everybody. Anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, something to keep in mind right, when, if you if ever you witness have, a murder. Right, if you ever have to call 911. Yeah, uh, watch your words. And don't sound nervous either. No, God. Then if you sound distraught, then ever obviously you did it. You did it. Uh, if, you, <laughs> if you didn't do it, why would you be upset? Yeah, why are you so upset? Well, <laughs> so what? You've just witnessed something horrific why should that matter yeah um all right cut back to present day and there is a woman sweeping up the front porch um she hears like a noise Who's she uh, nobody knows um she hears a noise and it's george the ghost of george with a little bit of like ketchup on his head uh mm. for blood and it's the marinara sauce from his uh yeah from his meatballs <laughs> Yeah, his ill-fated spaghetti dinner. And then, so present-day Quentin is getting a haircut from this lady, and he's, like, trying to confess something. He's like, uh, you know, I've uh, seen things and blah, 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 and whatever. And then... And she's basically doing the, all right, Grandpa, let's get you to bed meme. Yeah. Uh, And it's so funny, too, because he's like, I've seen things, and she's like, let me guess. You saw the ghost of... Like... Fills in the details of the thing that somehow she tells the story that it's taken 25 minutes for us to it's, see unfold. It's so not she doesn't like she doesn't ever say like, oh, I saw the ghost of George or like anything like I saw a guy on the front porch and then he was gone or none of it. Not mm-hmm. like again, like this is another plot point that never do, it goes anywhere. doesn't do anything. What we what we do get instead, like, yeah, she looks at the ghost and what is it? She hears someone in her head be like, just count to three. Isn't it? It's him. It's Quentin. It's Quentin from upstairs. Uh, yeah. He's like, what? you know, did you hear a noise? Just count to ten. And you're like, it, it makes it's no so sense. It's so weird, too, because we get a shot of her closing her eyes and counting and for some reason, we, we don't hear her like she wasn't Mike. No, oh, yeah. So instead, instead, every time she moves her mouth to say like I know. one, it, it, you just hear <laughs> just like a like a subwoofer kind of boom. Yeah, it's very strange. Very very strange. Yeah, that, so that was another thing too. The sound mix. I listen to this with headphones, and there's. Like there's a, a decent amount of this is all the sound is like stereo, and then yeah, it's hard panned, and then Dude, it'll right, it'll fucking yeah. Some of it is like mono, and you like you're it's fine, and then all of a sudden like one guy is talking in your left ear, and you're like what? Yes. The fuck? So imagine my confusion when I watching this on my phone had it start. So most of it, you know, the first three minutes or whatever, it's coming out like the phone speaker. Right. But then when it hard pans, I didn't even know the phone could do this. Uh-huh. Like when you need two channels, yeah. the left comes out of the like the receiver or not the receiver, the speaker that you use for a phone call. Oh, wow. That you like hold your ear up to. So half of it sounded like it was like being played through a like a Victrola. <laughs> so and I was like, this is a real like. Because, you know, it's like a period piece or whatever. I was like, this is a very strange choice. Oh, yeah. 
But uh, so, to have him sound like Thomas Edison. Right. Uh, and then uh, uh, this old man, he, he digs up a hole and then this there's like a, a, a tin that he digs up. And then he takes it down to a dock and inside is a spark plug. It's the it's the heart of the ocean jewel. <laughs> right. It's the Titanic ending. Uh, yes. So when uh, Uncle Otto, uh, when Quentin, Quentin was the first one to find Uncle Otto covered in oil. Uh, and he he was like doing his creepy like eight millimeter, like filming the dead body mm-hmm. um, like a psychopath. And uh, and and. He saw Otto had the uh, the spark plug in his mouth, so he took it out of his mouth and then he just kept it. Uh, real mm-hmm. lunatic shit, like real fucking mm-hmm. psycho shit. <laughs> um, and and then he throws it into the water, um, and that's it. it. That's totally it. It makes. I mean, it's it's a rough one. I gotta say, it's pretty rough. The thing yeah, is, too, is I, like it could have been if they just went exactly with the story. They just adapted the short story, you know, like the whole thing with the car, like getting closer or whatever. Like that mm-hmm. would have been much better and more uh, suspenseful than having the truck chase this guy around like a like totally yeah, that sucks. Yeah, like it's so okay. This is. Basically, like a retelling of the Telltale Heart. Yeah. Right. Yes. So, and yeah, to your point, like, how is it not more suspenseful to just have the car sort of like inch up closer to the house? Right. Right. It makes <laughs> like, no, no sense. And like, especially because I don't know. In the short story, Uncle Otto, he like he talks about like he mentions fate like this just being his fate. Like he yeah. has a weird sort of like acceptance of this. Yes. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's so overly complicated. There's so much weird sound design, like all the spooky dolls and stuff. And you get like the, like the, um, like reverbed out little kids singing like nah, 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 yeah. that kind of thing. Right. And, yeah, there's just like so many bells and whistles. It does didn't need to be like this. Didn't need to go down this way. No, it's. I mean, all of that stuff, like the the dolls and the all of that. I mean, it has no. It doesn't belong in this at all. It's like it doesn't add anything. It doesn't do anything to. I mean, the character of Quentin being like this creepy kid that films all this weird stuff. And then like he, he gets a little bit older and he's still doing it, but then he's an old man and he doesn't do that anymore. But like, we never know why or what, like none of it. Like, Oh, it was, you know, after uncle Otto died, uh, I stopped filming things, you know, something like that. (laughs) Right. I don't know. Yeah. Also, it's like he filmed a murder. So (laughs) right, he filmed a murder. Let's not overlook that. Yeah. Yeah, I was, that's what I was going to say earlier is like, I was so surprised when he opened the tin and it was the spark plug and not the reel of film with the human murder. (laughs) Right. Right. It's like, why is the spark plug the thing that you keep that haunts you about all this? When you saw the guy get, you don't need something to symbolize what you saw. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you were just watching it upstairs. Why don't you throw that out, yeah. you freak? Yeah. Well, what I like. Well, what if I want to watch it later? <laughs> yeah. He just like he just throws on this fucking eight millimeter of like his uncle killing somebody. The other thing too, uh, back in the sixties, I, I mean, I don't know this a hundred percent for sure, but I'm pretty sure. That you could not, you wouldn't be able. Uh, this kid, at least, would not be able to develop that film himself, and he yeah. would have to send it out somewhere. And those people would see a man being murdered. Yeah, and they might get upset. <laughs> they could. <laughs> they could. They could. They could not like. Yeah, that. they could call the authorities. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, know. man. I, it's not. It's yeah. not really. It's not really very good. I hate. It, it's I not hate even just a doing whole that. story. I know. It, it's a uh, like. I don't. I don't like ragging on these short films. It's just like. It's not even a whole story. You know. Yeah. It's barely. Any I think of a story. <laughs> I think the reason that we're like kind of being the reason we're so down on it apart from it just like it's not good that's fine right but we also like watched a bunch of high school kids right to adapt yes that story and we love that and i think the thing is like there's nothing like the the, the he, high there's s- no there's no human element to this no the high when the high school kids like those short films and all of those like student films and whatever even the one that was like in the death room and it was like those kids who, yeah, that's the one I'm talking right? about. Yeah. Like where it's like kids in like gym shorts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. They made it over the weekend and like, mm-hmm. uh, at least like they're having fun. Like this is a fun thing. That one that w- it was like strawberry spring. That was another one that was shot by high school kids. Right. And yes, you know, that actually they had, they did some like, uh, you know, low budget sort of innovative things. Okay. We can't, you know, we have no money to, uh, for special effects. So the murder will take place in silhouette or, you know, shit like that. Um, this looks like it had a budget and it, it, after, uh, watching this right, Dan, um, that first like five minutes where it's like my mom and dad, my dad got a promotion and blah, 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 blah. What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. All that all it is is just like my dad got promoted by Uncle Otto. Hey, speaking of Uncle Otto, I'm gonna tell you this other story instead. <laughs> right. Right. You know? It really just felt like they went with that because that and when I say they, I mean Brian Johnson from ACDC, right. who in addition to being AC slash DC is they slash them. So when they <laughs> Yeah. When, yeah, so I feel like the choice to open with that is purely because that's, like, in the story, and they were like, we got to honor the source material, but what a weird way to do it. That's And also, yeah. like, I don't know, the money it costs to, like, make, for, like, wardrobe and props and stuff for uh-huh. that 60s scene, that very, like, period yes. scene... You probably could have bought like another truck to crash. <laughs> right. You know? Yep. You also could have just crashed the truck or sh- or not crashed it but had like a piece of shit car that you could put on blocks and just do it the way Yeah. Do it the way it's written. Right. Yeah. 
And like you have a carjack, so if you want to show it rolling onto him and crushing him, just like jack it up and show it in reverse or yeah, something. I don't know. There's but, like ways of doing get but, get five guys yes. to lift the car. Well, up. you're right though. Like that's it. Get innovative. Like that's the thing. Okay, you don't have the budget to crash the car. Figure it out. That's like part of the the deal, man. Yeah, this know. movie we watched for free. Yeah, that <laughs> it it really let us that. It, yeah, I don't know. I again, I the more we talk about, it, the more I'm like, damn, dude. But I, like, I don't want to be. I don't want to be mean, but I also just wish this was more fun. I, I wish it was more fun too. Yes. Um, all right. Do you want to rank this? Do you have anything else to say about this short film here? No, I gotta get. I gotta get in a more positive headspace. All right, and that's the truth. All right, let me um, let's pull up the list, huh? Yeah, I I'm sorry, I am. I'm. This is going way down on the list. Way yeah, of course. Down. How could it not? It's quite terrible. My uh, my bottom my my number twenty seven here. Oh jeez, yeah. Uh, paranoid a chant because it was so bad and now my new yeah. 27 is uncle otto's truck and paranoid gets bumped down to 28 nothing will ever be worse than that that was the worst it's true <laughs> do i hate this more than kane rose up yeah i do i'm putting mine in 20 yeah paranoid goes to the bottom of course right but Otto's going uh Otto's got to go 27. I'm with you. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're fully right. Mhm. So, um This is a bummer. So It's a bummer. Let's let's you know what though? I think in the second half what we'll find is that it's not all Brian Johnson's fault. <laughs> no. No, it's not. I mean, yeah. If you uh jump over if you're a patron listener, then you're going to find out what we think of the short story right away. Uh, yes. And while it's not very good, it does sort of like, there are a lot of devices and sort of like narrative hooks and, um, you know, themes that intersect with like a lot of other stuff we've talked about recently. Mm-hmm. A lot of Salem's lot in here. Yep. A lot of 1922. Is that what that one's called? Nin- yeah. 1922. 1922. Um, basically the same setup. Well, what about, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. All right. We'll get into it in the second. No, half. what were you going to say? What were you going to say? Uh, I was, oh, what about fucking Christine? The killer car. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, and we'll get into all of that shortly, but first we're going to take a little break, relocate to the Patreon, right. and we'll be with you shortly. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> 